So the this is my story <laughs> about a chance encounter. Um, the other day, I was walking through Union Square, and I stopped at a crosswalk, and I sort of fixed my hair. I have really short hair, and I fixed my hair by like running my fingers through it and pulled it up a little bit. And a guy in the crowd next to me turns and looks at me, and he goes like, great cut. And I was like, thanks. And we start one of those sort of public like stranger friendships where you start chatting um, and we start joking around as we're like walking across Union Square and he is just like, yeah, it must make things like much easier. I'm like, yeah, it does. You don't have to like get ready in the morning. And he's like, starts asking me where I'm from and the conversation turns more and more personal. Um, He's like, so what do you do? Like, where do you live? What's your story? What's your ethnicity? And I'm now over the conversation and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm giving him like short answers and we hit the end of the square and he's like, okay, I'll leave you alone. Like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to meet a friend. Total lie, meeting no one. I just needed him to be away from me. And um, I guess I should also just say that he seemed really harmless and really sweet and kind of like flamboyant. He had this, he was this shorter, like black Latino guy with a little soul patch and a bowler cap and um, a vest. And I don't remember if, he was wearing like purple pants or like a purple jacket, but that's kind of how I remember him. And that's, and he had like rings on his fingers. And when we were talking, it just was this like sort of silly conversation. Um, and then when he wanted to like keep walking with me, I was like, you know what? No, you've been so sweet. Like pleasure talking to you. Uh, I'm going to go now. And he's like, listen, I really think I really would love to continue the conversation. Um, like, please, like, tell me your, your name or give me your number. And I was like, no, I think I, you know, I'm good. And he's like, do you want me to walk with you? I was like, nope, I'm going to walk alone. And so he sort of says a wistful farewell and I like keep walking up, uptown. Um, and I kind of forgot about the whole thing, but then about a week later, I'm waiting on another subway platform and it's pretty late at night and it, there's not that many people around. And I hear these like feet coming down the subway platform steps, like, and like, it's you. I hear him just like show up. And he's like, sort of, I found you again. And I'm like, oh, hey. And he starts motioning at like the opposite platform. Like, listen, I, I just, I saw you from across the way and I knew I had to come and see you again. And so I, mi- I missed my train. I missed my train and I'm here. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry you missed your train. Mine is coming hopefully very soon. And he keeps talking to me and he's like, I think that this is fate that we've seen each other once more. I really think this is fate. This was meant to be. This was meant to happen. Our conversation is not finished. And I was like, you know, that's haha. Like I'm doing the sort of like lady like, okay, I'm laughing at this, hoping I can like get him to go away. And he's like, well, listen, like we need to go out one more time. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to. Um, but to get him to go away, I was like, listen, if I run into you a third time, I will, I'll get a drink with you. And we shake hands and he's like, this, this was meant to happen. And he goes up on his subway platform and my train comes and I get on it and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, why did I shake hands with him? Like, I'm going to see him again and have to go out on a date of some kind. Um, and I, I am terrified it will happen, but <laughs> I was just asking myself, did that just happen? Yes, yes it did.
Welcome to Did That Just Happen, where we explore the uncharted, uncomfortable, and sometimes unwelcome social interruptions. I'm Sarah. And I'm Taylor. And today our guest is Stefano. And you just heard that lovely story from Marie. Yes. Thank you so much for coming and sharing that story about a chance encounter that you had with a very strange man on the street. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for coming. And Stefano, thank you so much for coming. Stefano's messing up his mic. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm trying to fix my mic. <laughs> We're good? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Everybody's, everybody's locked and loaded. This is my first time. Pull it closer. Pull it closer. Okay. Perfect. We go. are ready to awesome. rumble. Awesome, guys. Cool. So let's let's talk about that. That was weird. It was weird. It was weird. It, it seemed really harmless and kind of silly, but it was it just kept it just kept going and he like was masterful at continuing the conversation. Okay. When I told that story to my mom, she thought he was stalking you. But yeah. I assured her that you're just statuesque and he just saw you again and it was just fate. But it was just fake. <laughs> I know that was my first instinct too. When you said you were telling the part about hearing him coming down the stairs, everyone in the room goes, "Oh, <gasps> like, oh my gosh, he's following you around <laughs> wherever you were." But you don't, you don't think that that's. I mean, it's possible. I hear there are like really crazy apps where you can track people. That's I... what the app happen is, I believe. Mm-hmm. He's stalking oh. you now for sure. Absolutely, <laughs> he's going to show up here. It has yeah. a name. He wants that third date. No, yeah. Happen is where you, it's like Tinder, but it's for only people that you cross paths with on on the regular. Yeah. So that's, maybe he's using some form of that. How does it know? Because of your, it's like Like Grindr, GPS, yeah. yeah. So, okay. That's crazy. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) It is weird. Technology is weird, guys. I don't like it. Um, So... You said you struck. You were like happy to strike up a conversation with him because he seemed normal, or harmless, or harmless. He okay, sort of. It was very public, and it was like lots of people around, and we start joking, and I don't even remember what we were talking about. It was like haircuts, and then like fashion, and he clearly like had this really over the top style, and I think I probably complimented his vest, <laughs> his possibly mistake. purple pants. That was the first mistake. Yeah, that's the first mistake. So you thought he was gay, and it's oh. actually not even certain like it's not even um i'm not even sure if he isn't or like <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense he might be gay because one of the things that he's he had said to me was like i was like listen i have a i'm in a relationship i'm not and he was like it doesn't it doesn't matter i just want to continue this conversation this was meant to happen maybe That's so interesting he just likes your aura in your essence. He and said something about energy. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Stefano, what is your first reaction to hearing a story like this? Um, I think it's really creepy. Well, not creepy, but I think it's weird that he like ran over to the platform to find you again. And if he wasn't stalking you, like now he definitely is. Because he wants to have that third that date. Third, yeah. yeah, you gave him that. I just wonder if he like comes home and like has like a hair doll of you. You know, he's like, <laughs> soon. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> Would you, have you, okay, have you ever asked a girl out, like, out of nowhere, on the train, on the subway? So I've, I've, since I've lived in New York City, I've never, like, approached a girl, like, on a, never on a subway. Like, when I'm on a subway, I'm, like, I'm in my zone. I think it's yeah. weird. Like, you're in transit. I would never, like, even think about, like, I've, like, looked at, you know, we've had, like, eye contact and stuff like that, but I've never, like, gone up. But, like, I have when I was living back in Long Island, like, there was this girl at a grocery store that I really liked, and so, like, I went in and, like, <laughs> pretended to buy something and, like, asked her out when she was checking me out, you know? 
Um, hey. That's really yeah. cute. Check her out while she checks you out. That's right. She had a boyfriend. Didn't go <laughs> All right. anywhere. All right. Well, <laughs> did she have a boyfriend or did she have a boyfriend like you have a boyfriend? <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> Crush your dreams. <laughs> yeah, she absolutely had a boyfriend. <laughs> No, she did. He actually worked at the grocery okay, store. Yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, never come back. So you, that's not a way that you would approach a girl? No, I mean, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. If I saw a girl that I was like, like completely taken aback by and I was like, I need to talk to this girl. Yeah. Or like, I'll never be able to, you know, then maybe I'd, but I don't know. One of the things that I just remember he said was, as I'm trying to get him, I'm like, trying to get on my train and leave the second time hmm. he was like listen give me some hope yeah and i realized that i just i gave him hope when there was none i was like listen yeah. if i see you a third time like we'll go out we'll get a drink what is that about i feel like about that's, being a woman yes exactly I do where we know. don't want to piss people off unnecessarily or just like we don't there's nothing like in us that's just like let's let's just let this be and let mm. we we just like have to make someone feel okay yeah a lot of us it's do. like in in thinking about because people would i don't it sounds weird like oh people come up and approach me all the time but like when you're in public and like you're either on the train or like i was at trader joe's the other day and oh my gosh the one in i feel like i've talked about this on this podcast before but that line at the trader joe's in uh astor place or wherever it is is so freaking long that i'm gonna talk about it again but that guy that was oh yeah like, you did it was i'm still not over it okay i waited 30 minutes for like nothing um but like some guy kept trying to strike up conversation and the, my first instinct was to be like oh like i don't want to have to deal with this right now where it really could have just been harmless conversation but it never is like it's never just like oh let's have friendly conversation it's always turns into something creepy or where like you're put in a, in a position where it's like now you're asking me out and like I don't know you I just met you in the line at Trader Joe's and I'm stuck you know like from a male perspective is there ever a moment where it's it's just conversation because it seems like it's always just conversation no, we can shut this down right now it's no, never no, no. just conversation there's even one time I was at like you know like the there's like a flea market in Brooklyn like kind of like the smorgasbord thing but it's but anyway, I was there with like my friends and like we got separated and I was like, I was at like the sunglasses. I was trying all these different sunglasses and this girl kind of came up to me and like kind of struck a conversation with me, like kind of, oh, those look good, blah, blah. And at first I thought it was just like friendly. And then as soon as I realized what was going on, I was like, nope. And I was like. Oh, so you're saying you go the other way too. I mean, I guess I did that time. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> okay. But no, I, I think that if like in public, like if you like. If I'm going to talk to like a girl, it's going yeah. to be because I'm interested. Or if a girl's going to talk to you, it's because she's interested. I think so, yeah. That's Everyone has enough friends, like no new friends. No, <laughs> no new trying friends. Trying to find no, no, new no. friends. <laughs> Drake said That's it. probably yeah. a very good point. I was actually leaving the podcast last two times ago, and this guy came up to me, and he, I thought he was gay because he goes, where are your boots from? <laughs> and I was like, I should have known because they were so beat up, and they were so gross, and they were like three years old. But then he... He also was wearing a handkerchief, and so that all and a like a velour blazer. Wait, well, oh, okay. go ahead, have your fashion <laughs> moment. He was Indian. Oh, okay. So well, different man. So does that mean that like you can only talk to men on the street if they're gay? No, I think it's less threatening when you know they're not trying to. What if they're married? Be inside you. I don't. <laughs> Touche. Well, that's scary then. All right. <laughs> if they're married, then it's. They still are trying to be inside. Still, you. yeah. Oh, God. They're still Guys, just no one's bad. safe here. No. <laughs> nope. I don't think I want that. It's But that's like one thing, too, is that 
when they are, you like automatically assume that they're just trying to, to like get with you or I don't, that's the worst way to put it. But then it's like, what are they, what are they trying to do? They're probably not trying to find your aura or read your aura. It's also the height differential. I forgot to mention that oh, yeah. it was significant. I'm pretty tall and he was pretty short. And so I, there were multiple reasons sort of at first glance, like the, the bowler hat and age difference. He was like probably 45 <laughs> and I'm 25. Like this is just a mismatch. This like there's, gonna... of course. Yeah, he... I was going to say that also, like I would also like maybe I'd approach a girl in public if I really felt like I needed to, but only if I thought that it was like at all possible, you know, if I was How looking at, you? I'm 28. Okay. But like, yeah, so this would never happen. But if there was like a 45 year old woman that I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. like, I still wouldn't say anything, but this is crazy, you know? So like for him, it's like this really weird guy to come up and even think he had a chance. Is, I don't know. It seems kind of weird. He maybe has like a heightened perception of himself. himself. <laughs> I think well, that's a pretty good diagnosis. He could be a pimp. <laughs> he could be. Yeah, maybe he was trying to get you some money, girl. Yeah. It could be. Maybe in his neighborhood, he is the hot shot. Well, and he, then you just don't live in his neighborhood, so you don't know. He said that his job, and I lied to him about mine, but he said that his job, it was to um, bring like international students into the United States. Oh, so and- he's a trafficker. <laughs> yeah, he's a human trafficker. <laughs> well, this is awkward. Can you please find this man again and contact the authorities? Because I think we have a lead. I hope he doesn't listen to podcasts. No, he probably doesn't. Don't worry. And it's hard to find. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, so nah, I had a question. Okay, so the conversation like started. Oh, I. You obvi- When did you start to feel uncomfortable? Pro- see, I probably started to feel uncomfortable too late. Like we had walked a c- couple blocks, and then I was like, "Oh, wait a second. because it was like haircut joke, clothing joke. Something about, oh yeah, he starts talking about how no one will do, like no one will joke with him in public. He's like, nobody smiles in this city. You see, look at this, look at this. And then we're like looking at the people around us sort of marching by. And I'm like, yeah, it's funny. Everyone's walking, you know, just sort of going along with it. And then it was the end of the park when I was like, wait a minute, how long is he expecting that this is going to continue for? Yeah. And I sort of stopped to, to give him the cue that I was like, you know, like don't, that. don't come with. Do you think you were a little naive coming from Portland? Oh no. As to how to interact with strangers? Possibly. <laughs> Marie just moved back from Portland like oh. two months ago. Possibly. From Portland, moved back to New York. Moved back to New York. So this is, is this only a city thing? Like, well, I don't, back, I mean, in Colorado, you like chat a little bit more, just like you say hello and things like that, but I, I don't know. In Portland, I don't. Were you, are you more used to like people chat. chatting? Yeah, people chat in public. Like small town, like, hey, neighbor. Yeah. That kind of thing. People make conversations. Where are you from, Stephanie? I grew up in Long Island. Okay. Um, but I definitely I noticed that, that New York City is, like, having lived in the city, I'm way more like kind of, when I'm in public, like introverted, like if I'm walking down the street or something, like I, if I'm like on a road trip or somewhere and I'm like in the bathroom, like, at, like in like Florida or something and someone comes up to me like, hey man, how you doing? I'm like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Right now? You know, like, is like, this guy trying to date me? Yeah. I was, I was in 7-Eleven visiting my brother in California back in June and I was online in, I was online waiting to pay for something and like this sweet old lady just like asked me how my day was and I just grilled her 
And I was like, why are you talking? <laughs> really? Yeah, like, and then I realized, I'm like, oh shit, I'm like in New York mode right now. So if you like, if you're like asking a girl just for directions or something on the street, like what is like a general response that you get from females versus males? Like is in New York City, is there a difference? No, I think if you like go up and like, if you generally. Just any New Yorkers. Like, yeah, I think, I think both will give you the direction. I think a lot of times people will be like scared at first. Like, ugh. You interrupted my Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I just want directions. I feel like I get asked directions. So you guys probably do a lot because you're like a genuinely, generally like smiley human. Like I always get asked by the foreigner for directions. <laughs> yeah. Always. I get asked that, but I never know where I'm going. But I, I, I kind of meant just like, you know, I'm always lost. I was a little lost when we were down here. When you guys <laughs> give. But like I... I just mean like just in general, like if you're just having a nonchalant conversation, are people generally cold towards you or is that like the attitude that you find or is there a difference? Like if you you were just like, oh, hey, ma'am, how's your day? Are they like, oh, screw I think you, New Yorkers are, are, are really nice. I think you just have to like break through that like barrier at first. Like once like you actually have a conversation and it starts going, I think it's they're some of the nicest people. But it's like that initial like if you're talking to a stranger on the street, that initial kind of like breaking through which is there's like that wall and that kind of because you have to have a wall yeah yeah otherwise you just be like sensory overload and emotionally drained by the time you get home yeah mm-hmm. true or promising dates to strangers yeah <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so well, i want to go back to like what inside you when you when he said give me a little bit of hope what like what i know you probably can't remember like exactly what you were thinking at that time but what made you say it do you feel badly that I said it? That I offered him hope? No, did you like want to, did you feel a little bit badly for him for just being so earnest and seeming genuinely nice? And Maybe, maybe I did. I mean, I must have. It wasn't entirely, like the, the feeling wasn't entirely like frustration. It was like pity <laughs> in a little sense, but it was the moment where I like shook on it and then got on the train <laughs> and I was away. I was like, why did I shake him? Yeah. Why did you touch a stranger, Why? first of all? I, I'm con- yeah, issue I, number one, girl. I'm not sure whether I understand like human limits in public, I think is what I'm is what I'm realizing. Oh, no. I also think it's awesome that like you are now like like because you shook hands with them, you're like, I have to go on the I have to. Like, yeah, yeah. would you're you such do a stand it? Stand up woman. Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. I have to. Yeah. Like if no. I see you, we know we shook hands. There's no, there's no exactly. way we're getting out of this. I it was have a gentleman's to. agreement. It was a gentleman's agreement. What if he's actually stalking you? Uh, I don't know. I guess no, we'll I don't cross that bridge when we get you, to but it. Good news is it sounds like you could kick his ass. Not that he sounds at all dangerous. No. Just if you were a little annoyed. I would do it in a very public place, and I'd probably just get coffee. Yeah, coffee's mm. always... I've thought about this. The like. Yeah. So, yeah, you've thought about it. So, like, you had your moment where you, for whatever reason, felt like you needed to offer him hope. I did. Then what? Like, what now? <laughs> if I see him, I think the coffee date is where I'm going to go with this. Okay, so he, like, his method wasn't actually all that bad. It's no. This isn't... This isn't... No, we're no, not but gonna, if it's it coming, actually worked as well as it could. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> it not worked out right and you're saying, there. like, I... I'm not in your shoes, but I don't think like I strangers on the street have asked me for stuff like that. And I would say no, (laughs) like, I don't think I would follow through on it. So if it, if you do feel like you would follow through either, like, why do you feel like you would have to follow through or why would you follow through? Just cause you're like, Oh, it seems like a fun adventure. Then it worked. Yeah. It would, it would be a little bit of like the, the ease of the conversation when it first happened, it was just like kind of funny. Okay. And 
at this point, maybe I'm curious, like, why did I keep running into this man? Like, do we need to just get a coffee? And I will, like, talk to someone strange and different from me, which can be really interesting and can it's be really, really fun. It's a really good outlook to have on life. You have to come totally. into contact with a lot of people in the, in the world. He could be the editor-in-chief <laughs> of, like, the most underground prominent literary magazine he could get me my next high-paying job exactly yeah you don't you don't know this whole thing could be a test you know maybe like they found you and they want to hire you for this awesome job but they want to see how you treat strangers or it could just be a guy who like tried something on the street and it worked but karma too i think he tries this with multiple people was the other thing like does he walk around cruising for stranger run-ins like someone he has money to pay for those bowling hats, those bowler hats. Like he, he, it's the bowler hat <laughs> every time. I don't know why. Like, do you think he just spends his days doing this? No, I think there are some people who are like super charismatic like that and they just love people. And so, yes, I think he spends his days doing that, but not consciously. Not in a creepy way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, have you ever had any like fun encounter with a stranger that hasn't been unwanted but that's just been like lovely (laughs) and maybe been romantic oh no because there are a lot of like lovely (laughs) non-romantic encounters right yeah no i don't think everybody that you meet on the street is like total jerk i have an awesome one actually yeah please i um i was like just two years ago i guess and I was, it was like a Tuesday night and I got home from work and I was like super tired, but I just decided to go to like the bodega down the street to get a sandwich. And I ran into this Siberian girl who was studying, she had been studying abroad in Boston and she came to New York for three days before she went back to Siberia and her friends all bailed on her and she was by herself Aww. and her cell phone broke and she was arguing or her charger broke, the converter to convert like, cause they have different plugs. And she was arguing with this bodega guy about um like you know i wanted to try to explain it and like he was just being like a typical like new york asshole and i was there paying for my sandwich like i realized what she was trying to do so like i stepped in and i was like hey like you need to go to like a radio or shack or something and and, like do you need help and she was like yeah and so like i took her to this radio shack and they were sold out but they sent us to another radio shack and she didn't have like her phone was in charge so she was kind of lost so we spent like three hours like going around the city trying to find this like this is like a movie yeah, it's like, like a movie. Like try to find like this wall converter thing. And finally, we found it, yeah. and like she was really, she was really cute. So like I, at the end of it, like, I asked her. Like um, she told me she was like by herself, and I was like, "Do you need someone to like show you around the city?" And hey. do you need somewhere to stay? Mm. No, no, no. But like, but I took her out to dinner, and like we ended up going on a date, and like we ended up like hooking up, and like we still like Skype and really? talk every once in a while. Yeah, awesome. she's like she's like a pen pal I have now. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. I like that story. That's cute. That is yeah. really cute. What has she told you about Siberia? Yeah, what, <laughs> that's what, what I Siberia want to know. Like? Every time she always says, I'm so cold. <laughs> <laughs> no, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They, have, they have like one week of summer. <laughs> I guess we can all shut up about this weekend. I know, it's been freezing. That's so funny. Yeah. That's really cute. Oh, now I want to just go abroad and like, I know. have my cell phone not be charged and hope like cute local boys yeah, come help my, me. Like, my cell phone would not be charged and then I'd get like hit by a car and I wouldn't be able to get in touch with my family. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> It could have gone so differently. I know, if only there'd been a cute boy. I don't think I've had any romantic encounters on the street. But I, I've had like good conversation with people like... Um, somebody 
on the train one time just struck up random conversation about a book I was reading and we just talked for a couple stops and it's like little things like that where you're like oh this is whatever I think on the being on the train we can go back to a subway like it feels a little less weird because you can just get off <laughs> like you're like this isn't gonna last but like when they're following you on the street that's a little weirder yeah the train is also better than a plane right it's not like making the plane oh, buddy yeah. when you're sitting oh, in the seat that is oh that's brutal. super awkward yeah. i use my narcolepsy to my advantage <laughs> all the time in that situation oh, funny. one time i had um i passed by a homeless guy and i just was like oh hey have a good day and he goes thanks and he got up and he did the thing where he, like he walked with me for like probably 10 or 15 blocks before i was like okay this is getting weird but it like 10 or 15 is a lot, of blocks. a lot of blocks. Yeah, yeah it was had a like lot. five blocks on me most. It was it was a long walk. I was in Australia actually when this happened. Uh, and it Australian was like, blocks. Oh man, it felt like forever. <laughs> it was like walking across whatever ocean is over there. <laughs> Drawing a blank for a long day. <laughs> but it, it was kind of the same thing where at first it's like, this is okay. Like it, I think it had a little bit of a different element because it was a homeless guy. So automatically being super judgmental and like terrible person, I was like, oh, maybe not super safe. <laughs> Have you guys noticed the increase in attractive homeless boys our age? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Taylor. <laughs> I haven't noticed that, but I'll take your word. <laughs> it's so funny because at my old job on 46th and 3rd, there was always this boy who, boy, he's like my age, like he was homeless. And I just always wondered if like he got more money than like. Than most. Than most people. But I've, and then I passed another one on my way here today, and I'm just like, where are your mothers? Like, where are your fathers? Like, you guys have people that I'm sure you could call because you're a millennial and you had helicopter parents. Like, because they all look like upper middle class. I don't have stats on this, but I think that that's a phenomenon. Like, I think think that the, 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 like, upper middle class, like, temporary runaway, I think I read a piece on it a while ago. This is not very well cited, but it's... (laughs) Most of ours. Like, you do it until you you really are, you know, winter comes and you're really cold and then you can go, you can head back. Like, guys, I'm sorry. A lot of them in New Orleans. Mm. Go to New Orleans. There's so many, like, That's a better weather choice. Teenage or, like, early homeless, I guess, you know. I don't know what you call Maybe. Them, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, they're like drifters. And then like, I feel like they do the same thing. Like they, they kind of are homeless until they can't be, until like it's like they reach like a breaking point and then just go back home. It'd be a lot easier to be probably a girl. It'd be scary and dangerous in that situation because there was like that guy in the Elite Daily. I don't even want to get into it. Yeah. That, that <laughs> horrible band. Wait, I had something that I was going to say, but now I forget. I can't remember. You don't you don't get it? Come back to me. <laughs> okay. Come back to me. I was just gonna say, like, do you think you're more apt to talk to strangers in public if they're like safe looking versus like would you have talked to a homeless person if he had gotten up and followed you around? You're laughing. <laughs> I just realized a really funny story. I guess like yeah, yeah. everything I said before about like not interacting with people in public is completely wrong. Huh. So when, you're a so you're person. <laughs> it's fun to interact with people in public. Is was, the problem? Yeah, I was in New Orleans for a video shoot, like again, like two years ago, and I had like told the production company I was working with at the time that I'd never been to New Orleans, and I asked them if they could like send me down like a day or two early so I could like see the city. But like I've been there like five or six times. So <laughs> I was like really want to do it, so I went down and I went down by myself, hoping to like meet up with my friends. But like I made the mistake of not reaching out to them until I got there and then they ended up not being there that weekend. So I was just like in New Orleans mm-hmm. by myself, which was still fun. And like one night um, I went out with, like, it was the day after we had finished filming and I had 
become friends with the camera guy and we went out on Bourbon Street and on uh, Frenchman Street and we just got like really, really drunk, like hammer drunk. And there was just like really cute girl that was selling art like on the sidewalk. And I like went up to her and like, cause the camera guy had gone home and I was by myself and I started talking to her and I was kind of flirting with her and, and I was like, oh, I hope you try and sell your art and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there and then like after like 10 minutes, I realized I was like, wait, like this art's really not that good. And I was like, and you kind of smell a little bit. Oh, and no. then I realized, I'm like, wait a second, like she's not wearing shoes oh. and like her legs really hairy. And then I found out that she was like a really attractive, like early 20 year old homeless girl. And I was like, oh my God, I've been hitting on a homeless girl for the last like. That's eight. awesome. Yeah. That is really, awesome. Yeah, it was really weird. More power to her. Yeah, so I bought like, <laughs> I bought like, I bought a piece of art and went home. <laughs> You're like, get yourself something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go. Yeah. You didn't take her out to dinner though. No, I was, no. So I the girl from Siberia, yes, but the homeless was, girl, no. It was. We, me and the Siberian girl had a connection. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but you were more. sojourned for yeah, three hours. Also, yeah. <laughs> to find the, the. Thing, the trip what is it called the wall converter the wall converter oh, yeah. thank you they were on mission but you were more willing to talk to this girl even though she was homeless because she was pretty well he didn't know she was homeless I, I didn't know she was homeless she like looked she wasn't like wearing a garbage bag but it, had she been wearing a garbage bag do you think you would have bought her art <laughs> no well maybe I would have just bought her art but like <laughs> you she looked kind of her. like I wouldn't have flirted with her yeah do you yeah. guys watch high maintenance no shows yeah it's so good homeless uh, Heidi yes yeah, that's really funny about a girl who has like a few staple pieces from like anthropology and she like seduces, she's like really cute and like mm-hmm. seduces guys and like lives with them. Like she's like one of those girls who will like immediately attach herself oh, onto boys <laughs> and live with them. And the weed dealer is like, dude, that's homeless ID. And he's like, oh shit, I'm Whoops. living with a homeless girl. Whoops, it happens. Did yeah. that just happen? That would be. I almost thought for a split second. So I kind of saw this hippy dippy boy for a little bit. He was from my yoga class. So chance encounter. He was from my yoga studio and we chatted for a bit. And I think he might've been the male, might be the male version of homeless Heidi (laughs) um, for just so many reasons. But that's, I think he probably does that to girls a lot. Maybe he does it from yoga class to yoga class. Probably. You just you can get a class pass. You go all day. I just learned about class pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Taylor, have you had any encounters like that? No, but I think it would be a shame for me not to mention our good friend who. Um, yeah, I can't. We can't talk about this without talking about our good friend who is engaged to a man she met on Misconnections on Craigslist. Uh, they were on the F train. Abby looks a bit like uh, Jemima Kirk from Fact. Girls. And she has like long, beautiful hair. She's like a gorgeous mermaid. And she had like a baby swindled to her, like just looking super hot. <laughs> and sh- the guy heard her talking and he heard her say like, oh no, it's like not my baby. I'm, it's Nanny. So he went on his connections and wrote about her. And it was like this really adorable thing that she checked. somehow she checks misconnections she which, checks it which, or used to check yeah, it which, maybe still maybe we they should check maybe get to the bottom of that yeah. <laughs> why she was checking misconnections but they she saw it and they ended up going on a date and they had an email exchange if oh, I remember correctly. okay they had an email exchange for a little while and they sort of vetted each other via email and I think, isn't he a writer? I think he's a writer. He's, so he a, must... he's a designer of oh, furniture. A designer. It's the same thing. It's, it's pretty, pretty similar. Yeah. 
But now we went to their gate. We went to watch them get engaged, and it was on the subway platform. We like surprised her. So these things, like, it's not like every person that every encounter that you have in the street with somebody is creepy, like. But they mostly are. But they mostly are. When someone... How do you tell the difference? When it's one... Well, it's like... You can't. You, it's can't. It's you, just, so you just have to take you a risk. You can't. You enjoy it, and then you suddenly realize you've gotten yourself into a quagmire. That's what happens. Because suddenly one person is way more interested and the than the other person. And it seems like in all these situations, one person is not socially aware enough to realize that the other person is not quite feeling it. And it's they just social keep pull-out. pushing... Yeah. yeah. So, it's like... Do you think these kinds of things happen more to women, or like, do you get like stranger danger a lot? Or like, do crazies talk to you on train platforms, or like people try to follow you? I like to no. think that it does happen. Tell us. Not really. I think I think it definitely no. happens more to girls than guys. I think that like kind of generally speaking, guys are usually the ones that approach a girl, and I think that it happens more in public also. And I think that that's probably why. Yeah, I think it probably happens more to girls. Do you think that's because guys have more confidence? I don't know. Not or they just want it more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, growing up, I always just was always like the guy asked the girl. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of just traditional gender traditional, roles. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I said, like like when I was looking at those glasses at that flea market, like a girl approached me, so it, it can go either way. But I think yeah. that generally speaking, guys usually approach girls. That's probably why girls get harassed more in public. I wonder whether men think, okay, if I approach 20 women today, at least one of them will like maybe give me a number. Maybe not all men, obviously not all men. Do you think that? Like when you go to bars and stuff, do you think like that? Do you spread your seed wide? Uh, yeah. Uh, What's single Stefano like? Stefano's currently in a relationship. I am. Okay. I am. Um, I miss single Stefano sometimes. Okay. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm happy in my relationship. Um, it's great. But... Uh, no, no. I mean, yeah. When I was when I was single, and I would go out and meet people. Like I would just, but I usually kind of look around. I wouldn't like just, you know, you miss as many shots. You know, you miss all the shots you don't take, kind of person. I, I would kind of. <laughs> that's, that's what I was like, thinking. Yeah. Like, that's what they go, go for. Yeah. You but, take all the shots. Yeah, but, but I, you know, I mean, some. I mean, if, you know, some shots now. if it was one of those nights, you know, sometimes I would. You know, so I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm not stopping to like, you know. But no, I would usually if I'm like I go out, I'd like if I'm looking, I'd wait until I saw someone that I was really attracted to, and I would kind of figure out how to best approach them instead of just like, I don't know. And then if that failed, I would kind of lower my standards and lower my standards until I got something. No, I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm joking. I wish that we had, I don't know. I wish I had that same kind of. Gaul. Gustav. Cojones. <laughs> when, when, cause they're like, there are definitely guys on the subway that I'm just like, Hello, and they'll huh. even get off at my stop. And they're like, oh, and it's like this. clearly it's a chance encounter. Yeah. <laughs> you say you know what you should do. I should you follow should just home. follow them and then like repeat their pattern in the morning. And be like, oh my god, it's so funny seeing you here because I saw you here yesterday and the day before Is this and the day before. <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes. Please do. If we don't have Taylor next week, it's because she got arrested. But <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You guys would all make a like a lot of fun of you. <laughs> yeah, and I can't even. A Kickstarter to get me out. Would we? Yeah, to to we raise would. bail. We would. Yeah, we would probably. It would take us a few years, but if someone on the street or like whatever, like if somebody cat calls you, for example, or even just like says like, "Oh, hey, what's your first? What's your general response?" You're like, "I oh, give them i I give them a look that's like that's like, an evil don't eye look. even." <laughs> 
don't even with me today. Like yeah. walking into work the other day, Stefano and I worked together. Walking into work the other day, this homeless guy was like, you need a smile. Oh no. I hate when men tell me to smile. Men. Oh hell no. It's like, the worst. You don't know me. I don't need to smile. I don't smile ever. Yeah. And plus like, I didn't want to be, I like think that like when I say things, it like really, that's like how you start your day. Cause I don't really speak a lot before I get to work. Cause I don't actually speak to anyone before I get to work. <laughs> so yeah, I live alone now. I, so sometimes it's like a long time before I use my voice. So you don't want the first thing you say to be like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, I, it often is. <laughs> do you, what do you say something? It just, it depends on my mood. I think that's a big part of it. Like how I would respond to things like that. Like most of the time my mood is not like, no, I shouldn't say most of the time my mood is not good. Cause that's not true. I'm usually in a good mood, most but like, I'm really in a dark place <laughs> going through it guys. Um, no, but like when I'm walking down the street, like I'm normally pretty stressed out because I'm often running somewhere and like crowds are just not a good thing for me. So when people like say things or try to talk to me, my blood pressure is already through the roof. So I'm pretty likely to snap, which is not good. I feel like I'm going to get myself shot one day. <laughs> should knock on wood. But most it's of the time I either just like ignore them or like give a look or say something. Yeah. I feel like a, a look is, can be good. Yeah. Do you say anything? I think I tend to, it's almost like the exact opposite of when am I in a good mood or like I just start chatting with strangers. If people are catcalling, I like have like a force field. I'm like, didn't hear it. Just gonna yeah, keep walking. Yeah. Just didn't hear anything. I have a friend who in college, she was so funny. If she was like going for a run, Eden, she used to like chate like yell back at a guy like, Oh, you think that's gonna work? Oh, come over here, let's talk some more. And like in like a really aggressive tone, like, let's have a conversation about this. Which and works for like Middletown, Connecticut. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah, frankly, no, you I'm don't not gonna do that here. Go to anyone to come over here in New York. Exactly. No. So that's one way to no. deal with it. But um what do I had. Why do I keep forgetting my questions? Because it's Sunday night. <laughs> I know. We haven't even had tequila or anything. I know. Normally we have a little tequila. I know. Sorry, I could have used a little. Oh, sorry, girl. Tequila. Oh, sorry. Get to you next time. <laughs> I promised it to you. And we oh, no. Give it to you. Oh, also, I'll just drink myself to sleep later. It's Sunday. I mean, <laughs> you might not. You might not drink yourself to sleep. You might drink yourself right into a date. You. With some stranger on the train. <laughs> So, this guy was, like, eccentric looking and, like, looked harmless. But what if he had been hot? Oh, yeah. We always like to ask. This is our question. What would happen if he were hot? Or if he looked rich. That's another one. Uh (laughs) Hot or rich? (laughs) If he rolled up in, like, Mr. Big style and, like, a Bentley. Let's be honest. We all have creative dreams we would like to have supported financially. If you were good looking, the, the problem is that my, so I thought he was sort of harmless and funny because it just, we look like such a mismatch and he was so silly and like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is a friendly stranger. But then if he's a, like a hot guy, yeah. I actually am more skeptical. I'm like, really? All right, asshole. Like <gasps> who, who are, like, who are you? What's your deal? Yeah. You have, a, you have a, I've worked in too many bars to not think that every hot guy who's going to start something with you is just like not the biggest ever oh no okay well you're an attractive man how does that make you feel 
like, she's sitting here saying, like, if someone like you walked up, like, I mean, I guess that's awkward. I just called you hot, but like, I'm not gonna be here. Like, well, sorry, you're ugly, so you can't input in this conversation. <laughs> what? How do? You, how does that? What do you think about that? She's on to us. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, guys. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's. Um, I think it's probably just more. If, if you probably feel that way also, because it's more real. Like if. Obviously, this guy came up to you and you didn't even think that that was, he had a shot at all. But if there's an attractive guy that you might think that maybe if he says the right things and I think that he's a good match, maybe I'll actually go on a date with him. Hmm. So maybe that's why you're more defensive because it's actually, or maybe you just think he's an asshole. I don't know. Well, maybe I am just really, see, that's funny. Would I be really defensive or I just am suspicious? I'm like, no one is, like, I'd be like, an attractive guy wouldn't just do the street (laughs) encounter. Totally. Right? Hmm. I'm always suspicious of attractive men. Really? Always. Always. I'm kind of the same way with attractive girls. (laughs) Oh my gosh, guys, we have so many issues going on right now. (laughs) I'm not saying that I don't. I, so you you would do the same thing, Taylor? You would be like, oh, no. he's." I would, if if he was unattractive, I would talk to him 10 times longer <gasps> on the street than if he were attractive. Really? Yes. Because oh I'd be like, you're probably playing a game with your douchebag friends about if you can <laughs> like. you girls are so pretty. Why would somebody do that? <laughs> That's mean. Am I naive? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we just, I don't know. It goes the same way. Like I When I was single and I would like, you know strike up a conversation or hit on like a really attractive girl I thought was like out of my league and if it started going well like in my mind I'd be like why like why is yeah. this what is this bitch doing why is this working this shouldn't be working right now <laughs> you guys watched way too much it's like why are you fucking with me and they're like we're just having a nice conversation I don't, I don't know if I like get super skeptical like oh my gosh this guy clearly is just like gonna expose me at prom or something like I don't know he's gonna steal my virginity and cover me in pig's blood or something but like I that is what's happening in our minds yeah okay we've been royally ruined by the movies um no I don't think I get skeptical but I I think I would definitely like be I think I would be more apt to talk to them you would be intrigued yeah I would want I would want to know like What's up? Hey, great. Finally, somebody attractive is talking to me because I mostly God, only get... someone on my level has <laughs> oh approached me in the street. I'm just coming off terribly right now. <laughs> really funny. I'm like basically a Greek goddess and I only get approached Thank by disgusting God homeless men in Sydney. So I'd be like, oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. You finally heard me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's, it, no, I think feel like real life. No, I think great but. and fair. And you should have those standards and you shouldn't be wary so of them. Your mind wouldn't be going the whole time like, what's the agenda? What are you thinking? No. Like, what, you're doing something. What's the scam? I'd be thinking I was being scammed. I'm just scammed. used to really hot people talking to me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm used to like really crazy people talking to me. <laughs> so I think it would be like, I would, I would definitely entertain it. Although this is all hypothetical because it never happened. Well, I think t- do, do good-looking men... Like, how often do men approach women on the street like good-looking guys yeah, approach that's women it. on the street? You, you said no. I don't know. I mean, it's different. I mean, I... I don't know. I don't know. Right. I, I, that, was, that wasn't my angle. Like, I would... I, when I would, like, approach girls, it would be in more of a setting than just, like, on the sidewalk or on mm-hmm. the subway, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, at a bar at, like... Even at like a, a bar, fl- it's happening less and less, I feel like. Yeah, I, yeah but I'm definitely... I don't definitely... know if it's because I'm getting older or it's because of, like, Tinder and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like it's, exactly. like, stranger now to, like... Yeah. Know. When I was, like, personally. 21, 22, like, that's 
we would like go out and like meet people at bars or parties and like yeah. that's how we do it but now it's like get away from me for, well I yeah. assume it's like that. No, but I'm definitely, I'm much more apt to play along, if you will, if you're attractive than if you're like creepy. Good to know. Yeah. There's That's a, why I talk to you. There's mm. a funny video on YouTube, I should find, <laughs> I should send it to you guys, where it's like a girl getting picked up at a bar by like an unattractive guy, an huh. attractive guy, it's the same exact script. Really? But it's just performed by like a really ugly person and a really attractive person. Oh, no. And like the Does way- Does it make us look like horrible people? Like a little probably. How does it go? How does it go down? Um, it's it's like a comedy thing. So like she, you know, she totally turns down the ugly guy, and then she like falls for like the attractive guy, and then he says something like really creepy at the end to show that like he was actually a creep. But mm. I don't know. It's it's fun. I'll send it to you guys. That but sounds about right. Does it make it creepy just because you're ugly? <laughs> that's a weird thing to say, but like that's I that's what we that's honestly no, that's, how it always come what it always comes back to is like. Are you only allowed to get away with stuff in this world if you look good doing it? I think it's... Look at the Kardashians. Hello. Maybe it's creepy because you think that they don't have anything else going on in their life that they Mm. have to approach people on the street. Fact. That's That's interesting. That's a part of it. Like, what are you doing that this is a hobby? That this is what you're doing with your day. Yeah. And this Mm -hmm. is how you're finding people. Just go on Tinder like everyone else. Oh, gosh. Or it could just be that this guy that ran into you is just a hopeless romantic and is a really good guy. He seemed like a hopeless romantic. That maybe was also part of the reason I agreed. He was just like, but this this happened for a reason. This like happened for a reason. And he kept repeating it. I was like, the reason is... I will stand on an apple box at our wedding. (laughs) The reason is, the city is smaller than you think. No. No. No short men, please. What if he just... (laughs) What if you go on that, that date and he just like sweeps you off your feet? Then I will regret everything I've said here today. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't wait for that wedding. So is, is there a right way to respond to strangers? I think you have to be, I, I don't know what it is with us needing to be like super nice. Yeah. But also then we're in New York, so we also feel like we're super mean. Yeah. I need to find personally like that balance between... Like, not keeping a door open for, like, conversation and, like, feeling like I need to make them feel safe and okay and not regret talking to me when it's them who decided to talk to me and maybe I didn't want to be spoken to. If I'm a monster, that's your problem. (laughs) But at the same time, maybe not, like, making their day shitty. Yeah. That's, like, the hardest part. It's, like, they're not, as long as they're not being, like, graphic and gross because, like, a lot of... Sometimes they are. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I just like being like, not, not, this is not today. Not, <laughs> but what happens? Not today. <laughs> yeah. Marie, will you shut the conversation down faster now? Will I shut it down faster now in the future with other people? Yeah. The, the thing is, I feel like I haven't learned. <laughs> like I'll, I can just see, it's like, it's too habitual. Like I'll just, it'll happen again and I'll go along with it. And then I'll be like, wait a minute, hold up. I'm a slow learner. It takes a little while. <laughs> you're a nice person. Yeah, you're a duck. But also you're, <laughs> I feel like all, back to us being tall women, uh, but you're also tall. So it's like, I feel like you're threatened less easily. Do you think that's true? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I don't feel Especially that way. when he's he was very so short. little. <laughs> he's a little. <laughs> I don't think I feel less threatened because I'm tall. No. No. We'll see. I in my neighborhood in Bushwick, everyone's like Puerto Rican, <laughs> and I so 
super small? I don't feel like I could be overpowered as easily in other... I'm pretty weak. Maybe I shouldn't admit that in, like, public. <laughs> no, guys, I bench press, like, super lots of weight. Sarah's an, Sarah's an easy target to take down. Oh, God. <laughs> it's okay. This is a podcast. You don't know what it look like. This is true. <laughs> and my picture's not on the website. Kent. <laughs> it's on there. It's, it's on, on there. It's just my neck. You, can, you guys can find my neck at our, uh, <laughs> on our website. <laughs> it's a hot neck. It, yeah, I try. Stefano, do you think... Any of your single friends should approach people more in real life because I think they should. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, is that a, is that a proposition? Tell your single. No, <laughs> we've already talked about his roommates. Don't worry. Oh, okay. They're both single. Hey. They're both on Bumble. How well, tall I told one I? of them to get on Bumble. <laughs> oh, Bumble's are really good. It's been flat. working we'll really good for both of them, by the way. They've Sweet. had, except one of my roommates went on a Bumble date like a week and a half ago and now he has mono. So maybe... Oh, maybe not good. I was going to say maybe Bumble can sponsor us, but I don't think that was good. Bumble has a really funny Instagram. <laughs> yeah, they do. So, okay, just one last question. Do you think moving forward, like no, or not moving forward, looking back, the complete opposite of what I asked. <laughs> I'm looking back, do you think there's anything that that guy could have done differently? I mean, it seems like he was pretty successful because you basically agreed to go on a date with him. I did. And now you have a really amusing story because, like, that, we all were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but is there anything that he could have changed to make you feel more comfortable in that situation? He could have not run down the second platform. The second platform okay. was where we pushed it. Okay. So, note to everyone out there who considers run, if someone is, is shut you down once, they're going to shut you down again. Yeah. But the third time, they might feel bad and shake hands. Okay. What if he had. <laughs> like played it really cool and he like did the whole run from one platform to the other but then when he approached you he like caught his breath and <laughs> pretended like he had just walked down the stairs and like oh my god you're here how would you have acted then <laughs> that's a good question uh, a, that is a good question i probably would have been a little bit more take like taken aback or yeah. i was pretty shocked but i was also like oh my god he just ran yeah he seemed a little thirsty <laughs> he just <It's> ran like- <laughs> well we like to end each episode with a redemptive story just so that we're not man-hating or bashing anybody (laughs) stranger danger whatever does anyone have a positive story that they would like to share about a new york run-in yeah i do okay i have i have i have gotten assistance from the streets of new york at one time i was taking my bike in the subway which i do a lot and i got caught (laughs) my back wheel got caught like the spokes of it on the turnstile. And that was really hilarious for everyone but me. And so I'm like trying to get it out and somehow I managed to get like the front one stuck and the back one stuck. So it's sort of like the whole bike is skewered like a shish kebab. And I am also trapped in there with it. So I sort of duck out and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do here? And out of nowhere, these two guys just come. They like see my predicament. Like no one speaks. I'm not even sure that these two men weren't together. I don't believe. They come up. They like one grabs one side, one grabs the other. They like remove it, like put it over the turnstile, hand it to me. And both of them just go up the plot. Like they head up. It was Astor Place. They head up the steps and no one says anything. I was just like, thank you, angels. (laughs) That is a really nice story. It's beautiful. People are good. good. Well, thank you so much, Stefano and Marie for coming. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. This is fun. Of course. And thank you all for listening. Yes. Thank you. Tune in next time when we will possibly be talking about dating apps yes
Authentic Transmission Production. Hey!